Hello and welcome back to Lounge With Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. Uh, we are two friends keeping in touch through the power of our book club and we are currently reading our ninth book. It is a classic, it's one that I chose for us to read and it is To the Lighthouse by Virginia Woolf and we read up to chapter 17 during this week and we're going to review what we've read, check our understanding and discuss what we think of the book so far. And I will say last week when I spoke about this, me and Claire were both like, what on earth is going on? <laughs> but yeah. this week, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I've got used to the writing style, but I understood a lot more of what was happening in the book. And I actually read these pages a lot quicker than I did the first set of pages. Yeah. I mean, it is still flitting from one thing to another, Mm. And but I think, like you say, we're just getting used to the writing, and because we're now understanding that it's just about people talking about their feelings and relating that to their life, that you can sort of get a bit more of a gist of it. Yeah. And the characters, I think I'm getting used to the characters now. I think I feel. Yes, I understand the names. Yes. To a degree, until she introduced yeah. new people. And then I'm like, wait, who are you? Where did you come from? <laughs> yeah. So the gist of it this time was, um, for me, Lily's still doing her art. And she's quite an independent woman. Doesn't feel the need to get married. And then you've got Mrs. Ramsey, who is very much the mother, the wife, even though she's got a very awkward husband, um, loves her family, doesn't really want her children to grow up in a way. She likes having that nurturing, doesn't she? Mm. Um, she she believes totally in marriage and family should, the women in her family should grow up, get married, settle down. That's how she sees their life. Yeah, and she wants all her sons to be like esteemed gentlemen and be successful. Because yeah. one yes. of them likes shooting birds and she's not keen on that. She's like, when is he going to no. grow out of this shooting birds thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Nancy's a little bit of a tomboy as well, though, I feel. She's a little bit yeah. tomboyish. Well, this whole section of the book was almost like Virginia Woolf's discourse on the social politics of what it means to be a woman and if you should be married and what it means if you're not married, which I guess was quite relevant to her because she was a woman that married, even though necessarily that didn't fit her lifestyle. And you've got Miss Ramsey who's like all for marriage and she's even trying to set up Lily with Mr Banks just because the two people stood next to each other who were single, you know? (laughs) Is that crazy? Um, and then they've got this family friend that's staying with them called Minter, which me and you, we discussed before the podcast. Who's Minter again? Because <laughs> who is this person? Yeah. And what kind of name is Minter? <laughs> I've never heard that name before. Anyway, she's a tomboy who's Nancy's best friend, and she's been sent with them for Miss Ramsey to kind of iron her out and turn her into a lady. And they went to the beach and they're late coming back from the beach. And to be fair, these chapters that we read was all about these guys and what they're doing at the beach. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that was it. That was it. So, and and all all you, and it was 
focus very much on that because Mrs. Ramsey was worried that they hadn't come back and it was like, oh, you know, have they been caught in the sea? Have they fallen down a cliff? But no, and it was all to do with the fact that she was expecting some kind of marriage proposal. With Minta and Paul. And who's yes. Paul? Yeah, he just you. appeared. I couldn't tell you who Paul is, but he's he's no. marrying Minta. So the four of them went for a walk, didn't they? And who is the fourth person, Claire? Paul. No, Andrew. Andrew. We've not even Andrew. mentioned Andrew. Andrew. So <laughs> Who's one of the An- kids. Yeah. <laughs> of Miss Ramsey. Who we, who we, I didn't know whether I was right in thinking, but felt like he did have a soft spot for Minta. Yeah, I thought he liked Minta because they're walking into the beach and he's like, Minta's just so confident. Like she'll just walk through puddles But then I think she's scared of bugs or something. And he was like, that's really weird because she seems fine with everything else. And he seemed really into Minta. But then he catches Minta and Paul kissing, which in those days was a bit like, oh, you can't be doing that. You're not married yet. With Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. They were all very stern putting their shoes on and like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that's happened. How dare they? (laughs) Yeah. But of course, there was a bit of a uh, um, an issue, wasn't there? Because she lost her grandma's brooch. Yes, Minta lost her grandma's brooch making out with Paul. And Paul was like, we'll come back and find it in the morning. And I don't know about you, Claire, but I was thinking, the tide is coming in. That brooch is gone. Yeah. Like, if they the put... sea's coming in, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> they, they put some kind of pole or something so yeah. they could... They could find this is it where again. we made out, and this is where the brooch could be. <laughs> no, the brooch is this, won't be Is this there. where Paul is going to be dragged away by the tide? Looking for a brooch. <laughs> <laughs> and will James ever get to the lighthouse? I don't know. Poor James. I don't think he is. Poor he James. Just, this, this book, To the Lighthouse, is named after James's want to go to the lighthouse, I feel. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, the book does have some nice like moments, so... I highlighted this passage from the book. I'm not really sure what it means, but I found it quite evocative. So this is about um, Lily looking at Miss Ramsey and her interaction with Mr Banks. Looking along the level of Mr Banks's glance at her, she thought that no woman could worship another woman in the way he worshipped. They could only seek shelter under the shade which Mr Banks's extended over them both. And I liked that, but I don't know what it means, but I liked it. Hmm. I'm not sure what that means. But it just sounded, like, poignant, you know? Like it was, ooh. I don't know if it's like, no woman can love another woman like a man can love a woman because we're always pitted against each other, or... Mm. I don't really know. But I liked it. I do think Lily Briscoe is perhaps ahead of her times. I like Lily Briscoe. Yeah. Because she talks about her art and how she wants to be an artist, but no one's ever going to take it seriously because she's a woman and she doesn't have this education and she'll always and be the, compared. And this, if this, you know, the what's his name? Charles, is it Charles? Ah, oh, Charles Tansley. Yeah, that's looking over her while she's painting and stuff like that. And you are just like, he's, he's being quite critical of her mm. painting. And, and, you know, and feel like she's being very tolerant 
of him. She is. And actually, I think she'd probably want to tell him to clear off if you're not going to, you know. Yeah, I would say, obviously, I don't know what times were like when this was written, because obviously I wasn't alive then, but it feels very feminist in the way that it's written. Like, the female characters are at the forefront of this book, they've got the strongest voice, and Mm. the male characters aren't very likeable in a kind of seem to well, be they're a bit, stupid or, yeah they're a bit and, wishy-washy aren't they yeah and i think actually is this quite special for this sort of book to have been published by a female author because it yeah. is very like a female perspective against the yeah, well, she i don't know well she is she is making the the, the female characters quite strong in this they are mm. strong aren't they even the you know minter and nancy are strong characters clem the one who brushed past Oh, you know, yeah. she's another another strong boy like yeah. strong female character Not conforming to maybe this yes. feminine ideal yes that they've held up it's like even miss ramsey who's done everything by the book the way she talks about men and how she's like using men and she's using the system to benefit herself you're like i don't know like it seems very before its time yeah exactly i would agree so, where are we reading to next well, first of all, though, I did say that I was going to Ooh. pick out some words, didn't I? Yes. There actually wasn't that many in this that I was like, no, you probably it, know what these mean. It's quite fluid. Uh, impetuosity? Impetuosity. Impetuosity, <gasps> yeah. Quickly, go through means? my Kindle, find the book. <laughs> um, impetuosity. Am I thinking that it's someone that's being very critical or annoying? Sort of. It, I've got it down as rash and impulsive. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Rash yeah, yeah. and impulsive. I think, um, I can't remember the, I've got the page number. It, it might have been when Lily was talking. Yeah. I've got immutable. Oh. Immutable. Immutable. Is this someone that you couldn't say something to, like, because they're stuck in their ways? Yeah. Unchangeable. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, well done. Yeah. And irreverence. Oh, I know your irreverence. Because reverence is where you like... Is irreverence where you think someone's... Like, you praise them. You think they're great. No, that's revere. So is is that similar? No, no, no. You are you are on the right lines there. So irreverence means a lack of respect. So reverence oh, would be... Because revere respect. is... Like, when you yeah. really respect someone's so irreverence is the opposite. Yeah, yeah. So well oh, done there. I give I give you two out of three there. Really? Even though I got like the antonym of what you were going for. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your three words of the week. I liked that. <laughs> I will say my Kindle is telling me that chapter seventeen is gonna take me forty two minutes to read. Why is it such a big chapter? Wow. So we're gonna read up to chapter Chapter 6 of part 2, which is page 148. Does that sound Ooh, okay? That sounds brilliant. We're going into chapter 2, so that will be when we get into the World War sort of era mm. of this book anyway, because I know that's where yeah. it goes. So do join us, read along, let us know your thoughts over on the Instagram. And uh, yeah, I hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. I think we're having a bit of fun with this now as we go. Just being like, who I are think you? so as well. What's going on? It's quite yeah. nice to talk about the language as well and pick up on those words that you found. I like that game. I look forward to that next week. 
Okay. Every time I get a tricky word now, I'll have to actually (laughs) see what it is instead of just like pretending I know it. (laughs) So what have you been reading this week, Claire? Uh, Well, I've started a new book. So I've started Grey Bees by Andre Kirchhoff. Ah, yes. I remember you telling me about this book. Yeah. This was recommended to me by an artist. They didn't realise they were recommending a book. It was just her art was inspired by this person who wrote this book. It is set in a Ukrainian wartime, but not the war that we realise now, a war that started in 2013. So another conflict that was between Russia Russia and Ukraine. And it's got a character in it who is called Sergic. And he lives in this house on his own. His wife, Vitalina, and his daughter have left. I'm not sure why they left. He lives in this tiny village. He's got bees in his shed. And he's got a, another frenemy, I'm going to call him, called Pashka, who lives in the village, who he went to school with, who was the only boy in his class as well. So he kind of had to be his friend, but he was more of an enemy. And he's had to sort of put up with him since they've been at school and they are now in their uh, late 40s. And um, it's kind of just talking about that at the moment, really. So I've met those two characters and that's all I know at the moment. Oh, so it's quite early days in the book. Very early days. I've literally only just started it. But I quite like the fact that it's set in a different country and one that's quite in the news at the moment. So it'd be quite interesting. Is it written by a Ukrainian author? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That is very interesting, very different as well Mm. from what we've been reading, both of us. Yeah. So I'm... I finished off A Lecturer by Jennifer Saint, finally. I really dedicated some time to that book to finish it off. And overall, it was a good book. You know, if you like Greek myths, you're going to like this book. It is more of the same. For me, it was a very sad tale, like most Greek tragedies are. I was a bit annoyed with the ending because there was one character in this book that I really liked. All her chapters were my favourite. And I wasn't really a fan of the other two characters and... In the end, my favourite character had a a sad ending and it didn't need to be the case um, because the book is named after a lecturer and she's like the most annoying character that snubbed my favourite character at the end. And I was just like, ugh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that was, a good, that was a good book. I'd probably give it a renew. It is something that I would say pick up and read if you like Greek myths um, because it is well written. It does have a feminist twist on it. For me, some of the characters just didn't gel with me personally, but that's just a personal thing. (laughs) I think other people will will enjoy the characters in the book. I'm obviously still listening to the audiobook as well, Yellow Face by R.F. Kuang. I was really upset this week because I had to put my sat-nav on quite a lot, so I couldn't listen to my audiobook, because I don't like it if the the sat-nav interrupts at like a pivotal moment. So I didn't listen to as much of it as I wanted to, but I, I listened to quite a bit of it today. And I, I'm really, really enjoying this book. I didn't know that this author's actually written quite a few books, so I might check those out. But every book she's written is very different from the next one. Um, but what I really love about this book is that it's about writing and publishing and the industry. And, it, and it's just fascinating to read. And the main character is so... Sometimes you're on her side and sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I really don't like her. But the author has really 
kind of had a conversation through this book about cancel culture, what authors should write about, what can they write about, um, should we get angry if an author is writing about a situation that they've never been in, or should, you know, is that bad if we restrict creativity? And there's just so much like in this book to explore and unpack and it is very interesting because it does make you kind of go oh I don't know if I agree with that or I guess they've got a point there and it's hard to sit on either side of the fence without feeling like you've said something or you know you thought something wrong mm. so it's actually quite an interesting topic to discuss so um, which is why I asked if that book you was reading was by a Ukrainian author because Yellowface explores people maybe writing like Chinese fiction who aren't Chinese and and the backlash of that. A really, really good book. I'm I'm near the end. I've only got an hour left to listen to, and I have actually really enjoyed it. It's such an easy one to listen to in the car. The plot is interesting. Like I say, the character, I like her, but I don't like her. <laughs> it's really <Right>. weird. <laughs> it's just a well-crafted character, I would say. So I'm really enjoying that. I imagine I'll be uh, reviewing that next week I think it will be positive unless she does something terrible with the ending to be honest I don't know how it's going to end because it's a book that just keeps on going <laughs> and you yeah. think it's going to end but there's something else happens so really really enjoying that one and then I have picked up a new book and I'm not that far into it yet so I'll probably discuss it in the next podcast but it's called The Death of a Bookseller and that's by Alice Slater. And I just thought, after you've read a book about bookselling, I should read a thriller about I the know. death of a bookseller, <laughs> just to keep things rolling on theme. <laughs> but I'll chat to I'll chat more about that book next week, as I don't really have enough to say. I've heard of that book, but I don't know where. I don't know whether I've seen it advertised at the Whitby Bookshop. The death. Of a it could bookseller. be. I don't know. I, I know. know it's had a new cover and kind of like a revamp. It's almost like they've relaunched it, but it is an older book. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll let you know more about that next week. But do follow us on our Instagram at Lounging With Books and make sure you read up to Chapter 6 in Part 2 of To the Lighthouse by Virginia Woolf. It is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs>